Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Here We Sew Again, a podcast where three sewists from different backgrounds discuss all things sewing. I'm Meg Healy. I'm Kate Zynard. And I'm Amanda Carestio. Today on the podcast, we are talking all about the sewing slump, that horrible feeling where you just don't want to sew, how to deal with it, and how to get out of it. Then we'll each share some sew inspo. But before we hop in, how are y'all doing? Doing good. I'm back from yeah. my incredibly long vacation and <sighs> adjusted back to uh, American time and trying to get used to not having a cute little bistro four steps from my door. Oh, that's oh it must hardest. be so hard. Oh, <laughs> it's awful. Oh, oh tragic. But well, you have to readjust again soon because it's daylight savings. Like I know, <laughs> just to make everything a little bit more weird in my brain. Let's bring up daylight savings. Exactly. Keep <laughs> it interesting for Kate. Yeah. Um. So but he- overall, so fun. Like, tell us a little bit about your trip. Oh yeah, no, it was it was amazing. I had so much fun, and I do want to call out um, one of the best days that I had just absolutely so much fun highlight of the trip was when I got to meet one of our listeners Joe hi Joe um she met up with me in Rome we had some uh fabric shopping time we had some drinks uh we chatted a lot Mark came with us so she got to meet my husband and it was just amazing she is an amazing person and I am so glad I got to meet her and uh still get to chat with her on Instagram even if we're eight hours apart now (laughs) <laughs> you went fabric shopping did you get anything um I got a few remnants um nice Ooh. a really nice lightweight cotton because it was still so warm there I just wanted to wear oh, lightweight yeah. stuff yeah. so I'm probably gonna hold that one until um until spring and then a yeah. uh, a kind of um cross I'm trying to think of how you actually call it with the 
one one color woven one way and the other color woven the other way so it kind of shifts color shifts in between oh um, that's cute and like bl- blue and gold so it kind of comes across as green Ooh. and um it's I don't know it's probably cotton but it's really pretty and I don't know what I'm gonna do with it but I loved both of those things and um it was just it was just such a delight um, spending time with Joe and going to the fabric stores and having somebody with me who spoke Italian. That was really great. Oh, that's helpful. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause I mean, most places we went, people spoke English, but it looked a yeah. little iffier in the fabric shops. <laughs> yeah. That I saw your post while you were on your trip and it made me so happy. Yeah. Was same. So supportive of the podcast and just, I feel like, uh, been just such a lovely positive support for us and yes. the fact that you guys were able to connect it just made and like halfway across the world made I know. so so happy yeah I loved no, that it was story. just it was awesome it was like instant friendship um it was wonderful yay yay mm-hmm. Meg what about you what have you been up to oh well, <laughs> I have some. <laughs> definitely a big update. Uh, and this is like, honestly, the perfect episode to kind of help me get, as I am definitely in a sewing slump right yeah. now because I have just like not physically feel, feel feeling like sewing lately, especially I've been sick, um, but sick for a very, very exciting good reason because I am pregnant. <laughs> a new little little member of the sewing community will join yay, us yay, in yay. April of 2023. Um, yeah, we are extremely excited and I just, yeah, I just, but with that, I just haven't been feeling like so, because it's like, I don't want to sew something I know like I can't wear. Cause like now I'm totally. like, actually I'm starting to show a little bit. It's like all mm-hmm. I've just been wearing pajamas and sweatpants for like, I mean, it's been, yeah, weeks and weeks <laughs> and just, yeah. So sewing's just not like been my top priority because mm-hmm. I've just, I'm like, I just don't know how big I'm going to get. Like, I, it's just all stretchy stuff I want to make and wear. Right. So I don't know. <laughs> well, we are so happy and excited for you and Thank congratulations. You. Uh, it's probably not a surprise to anybody that we actually already knew, but I'm so glad <laughs> that finally we can talk about it. <laughs> I know. know. Yeah. It's always kind of scary and like sharing the news and stuff because it's just like, there's just, I mean, I've just, I'm, my doctor even had to tell me, just get off Google. I like, you know, you, I Google like every, and it's just, it's so, yeah, it's it's scary and exciting and time, but I'm just, yeah, but I'm feeling better and I'm starting to sew a little bit again. And so I'm sure after this episode, I'm just going to have a whole bunch of ideas. (laughs) <laughs> that's usually how it works yeah usually how it works <laughs> so uh oh amanda do you have anything huge to tell us <laughs> i don't oh. <laughs> and um i mean i think the only major sewing life update is that i can buy fabric in bolts now that's exciting that's, really <laughs> that's so yeah. cool um <laughs> It's still kind of surreal and very scary. Um, but since I've started my little side business, now I'm I'm all set up with a distributor and I'm getting fabric. It's like 15 to 17 yard bolts. And that is 
not wait you have a distributor yes i go through a distributor um and it's yeah it's like official but yeah it's a lot of fabric um they have you know order minimums so you have to really commit and i'm not i mean i'm not as scared as i used to be because i've already i've sewn through a lot of yardage already and already bought Mm -hmm. like 10 yards of fabric at one time so 15 to 17 doesn't feel like a ton more but Mm -hmm. I don't know it's definitely it's a big bigger investment than I had made um thus far so but it's it's really fun and exciting and yeah just it's it's kind of surreal well, uh, I do absolutely love my pop of neutral blouse that I got before <laughs> I left on my trip. And I was so happy to wear it in Santorini, which was the perfect place because it matched. Oh, yes, yeah. That was did. such a perfect backdrop. I saw your <laughs> picture of you. <laughs> it was so pretty. Like, Mark, take a picture of me and my blouse in front of this vista. So, I mean, yeah. Best photo shoot ever. It was uh-huh. pretty good. Amazing. Yeah. Amanda, with ordering all that yard, isn't it so tempting to be like, all right, one for me, like, just like, <laughs> all right, this is yeah. each of the bit, and then a little bit for me <laughs> to be like. Oh, it, it is. <laughs> it is. And I haven't even like, you know, cut any off yet or because oh. I have a little, I have some work to do before I can do that. But yeah. Yeah. I'm going to wash some and yeah, it, it it's just. It's mind-boggling. So much yeah, fabric. That's a lot uh-huh. of fabric. Because, I mean, and I'm also, you know, one of those people who is forever like, it says four yards, but I'm going to make it work in two and a half. And, yeah. You know, always cutting corners on yardage wise. So, like, yeah. I just, yeah. That's so funny because I'm always like, it says three yards, but what if I want to make it longer or something? I better get four. Yeah. And then yeah. I have like single yeah. yard amounts left over of everything I ever sew. So uh, I don't know. I should start going through my stash and just making in tarot shells. I mean, that's pretty much what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Fun times. So So much much life. So much good stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. Should we we jump into so what's new? I was like looking at our outline. I'm like, oh, I'm up. (laughs) It's been like we bulk recorded before. So I feel like rusty. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been like more than a month since we've recorded. So we're a little like, what's going on? (laughs) What's going on? Mixed with just like pure pregnancy brain. Like I've just been, I like, I was over at my, um, uh, parents for dinner and I we were talking and I something about numbers came up I asked my dad how many were in a dozen and I like literally didn't remember <laughs> <laughs> you get a pass yep get a pass. totally the, uh, it's a real thing I mean I have not personally experienced it but everybody I know says that it's a thing and I uh-huh. I trust everybody I know so mm-hmm yeah. Yeah, but it's it goes on way longer than just pregnancy. That's why like, like, I've been talking to some other moms who are like, it's like um someone's like, My 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 youngest is twelve and I still have pregnancy. <laughs> I mean, I'm just wondering if it ever comes back because I feel like between that experience and then the 
sleepless nights for like mm. a bazillion years in a row. I'm just, I don't know if it'll ever come back. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Well, what always comes back is our excitement for new sewing pattern releases <laughs> and our ability to remember. So <laughs> beautiful. Um, fun things for sewing. So uh, what's new um, in the sewing world that we've ca- that's caught our eye and that's kind of on the radar of our sewing? Kate, do you have a pattern that comes to mind? I do. I am so excited about the Merriam trousers from Cashmerette, <gasps> which I just those. came out. Um, they are Kashmirat's first uh, woven trousers, um, and they uh, have a uh, they have an optional built-in um, what's the word I'm looking for? Shoot, elastic. Uh, well, no, that like too. I'm gonna get oh. there in a second. Um, oh, <laughs> a, a, a a large bum adjustment. It's not large, but you know, um, oh, so that you know, nice. so that you can adjust if you're if you're not a little skinny behinded person and um on top of that it has this really cool waistband detail um which is optional you can leave it off and just do the normal one if you want but the waistband has this cool little tuck in sort of thing but i'm not sure how it works because i haven't looked at the pattern yet but it basically it expands when you sit down the Mm -hmm. waistband expands up to like four inches so that you know because when you sit your body expands in that area and so it's designed to move with you and make you more comfortable and I am just so excited to try out this pattern um I you know I'm always looking for a pants pattern that I like and that fits me and I have some hopes for this one and yeah um definitely they have it in sizes from zero to I don't know, but pretty high. Um, If you want to try it out, you know, run over to the Kashmir website and check it out because it it looks really cool. Yeah, the elastic um, detail is just genius. It's it's so cool. I saw that and I was like, wow. Why didn't I think that? <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, it, and it, it, it apparently, it. I mean, it, it changes the pattern from like intermediate to advanced to do it. But I'm like, I need to yeah. see how this works because this mm-hmm. looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still trying, like, I even just like, I'm looking at the images now and I'm like trying to wrap my head around. I'm like, I wonder how you sew that. Like, it's just, yeah, it's very cool. I love that pattern. Yes. So, yes, that's the Cashmere at Merriam Trousers, in case you missed it the first time. And um, goes up to size 32. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I uh, should have looked that up initially. But, yes, it's from, like, 0 to 32. Awesome. So. And Amanda, it looks like you have a couple new releases. I did. Yeah. I, um, I was really excited to see true bias out with a new pattern the riley overalls and just wanted to mention it because we've um we talked about overalls pretty recently and excited to have just a new uh option for patterns there um but i'm also super in love with the nyx dress and blouse from um closet core patterns i don't know if you guys have seen that one it's yeah um, Inspired by Stevie Nicks and it's got a V-neck with buttons. There's um, there's a dress option and a blouse option. And I just really 
love the silhouette. Um, let me see yeah. the sizing. Um, I've got it right here in front of me, maybe. Um, up to size 32 in the PDF version. So, um, but I just, I don't know. I'm kind of, it's odd. I guess I, I guess I'm excited about a dress pattern. <laughs> oh, right. I didn't time. even see that. Yeah. Cute. But I love that. I just love that silhouette. It's pretty classic, but I also, I'm still having like a little bit of a 70s slash 90s moment over here. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that's the tears. Super oh. cute. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I want to try that. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's so cute. I'm just, I love a tiered like, skirt. And you can even hack that into like, you could crop like the dress version, crop it off into like a tiered skirt too. So that totally. could be a really easy pattern mm-hmm. hack to do. Yeah, I saw I this like pattern. That would be a it. good one for you, Meg. You know, yeah, I know. I, you could layer yeah. it up for cooler oh, weather, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, anything that I'm thinking about sewing just needs to be nice, nice and roomy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for nice sure. roomy, for sure. Um, for my pattern that I've just been excited about, it was the Seamwork, the October release. So I saw this at the beginning of October, and it was Seamwork's Nash uh, kind of flared pants. And they're like a flared legging type mm-hmm. um, design. and. I just really liked them. They go to a size 30 and I've just been really loving seam work lately. It's just, they're just simple. They're, you know, simple, approachable silhouettes and patterns. And I just have been sewing a lot of seam work uh, lately and I have these printed out. They just seem like, again, maternity friendly. I just want nice stretchy pants and I love the flare. And so I'm just, I'm just loving these. And they have pockets. They do have pockets. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'll hold it up. But I'm making them in this like marble stretch fabric. Ooh, amazing. <laughs> and I'm making a matching top. I had um, Riley Blake actually sent me, um, like I have like a lot of these. So I'm going to make a matching like set. Um, it's just this like, yeah. It's like the inside of like a rock, I guess, or a marbly print. It's really yeah, it's fun. really so cool. pretty. Yeah, I've just been having. I haven't sewn for it for a while because it hasn't doesn't have a green in it. So, <sighs> but there's like some like a hint of an olive in a little bit, but it's it's folly. So. It it counts. It counts. Yeah. <laughs> so those are yeah some great options. So fun new patterns. Oh yeah. I love getting the opportunity to see new things because I'm not great at checking out the world on my own. So you guys are a really valuable resource for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Shall we jump into our main segment? Let's do. Yeah. All right. So everyone loves doing their hobbies, right? Well, not always. <laughs> sometimes you just mm-hmm. don't want to sew. And sometimes you want to sew, but you just can't make yourself get started. We like to call this the sewing slump. So let's talk about it a little bit. Uh, first of all, does this ever happen to you? Meg, I, I think I know your answer. Yeah, it hasn't happened in a long, long time, but it's, yeah, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I still blame those damn coats. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. That will. How about you, Amanda? 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like I've I've gone through this. I, I think we talked about this a little bit on um, our prior podcast, but I feel like over time, my experience with the sewing slump has changed and I've, you know, it's just, I, because you, for me, it kind of happens in cycles and I don't know if it's a, um, a seasonal thing or what, but I definitely have experienced it in, in a bunch of different ways, especially over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I also, I experienced this, I experienced it a lot and a certain amount of it is just I don't want to sew. But for me, the real the real one that I get into is that I would like to sew. I have an idea. I probably even have the fabric or the pattern, everything I need. And I just can't make myself do uh-huh. it, which um, is probably related to, oh, by the way, um, I was recently diagnosed with ADHD. Um, and that's mm-hmm. probably a big part of that. Um, uh-huh. But... Uh, that's that's a huge struggle for me is, you know, I'm like right now I'm in the middle of a project and, you know, today I cut out one pattern piece and um, that is probably about all I'm going to do today. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I always do get inspired after these episodes. But yeah, for me, it's a lot of it is getting started more than the actual not wanting to do it. Um. Meg, you already mentioned this a little bit, but the next thing I wanted to ask is, is there something that sets it off for you in particular? I guess, well, it usually, ha- it's typical that it happens after I do a lot of really high intensity sewing for work, like mm-hmm. it, and then it's usually, ha- it, it's a cycle and I usually get back into it like fairly quickly, um, but yeah, this time it was, yeah, just, I, and then again, being pregnant in like the first, you know, early weeks, it just physically, yeah. like, just, I was just trying to not be sick. <laughs> right. I was trying to focus on foods that like I could tolerate, but. Well, right. Yeah, and and but when it, you're yeah. feeling ill, you don't want yeah. to. So mm-hmm. and an extended version of that for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, usually it, it all in the past, it always happens after work trip go and fill and like travel and get home don't sew for two weeks and then it back to regular Mm -hmm. regular scheduled programming (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so that's what really sets it off for me how about you amanda i was thinking about it and i don't think it's usually like project related i think it i do think it is seasonal for me and Mm. it's that i want to be doing other things oh yeah you know like I want to be outside hanging out, doing yard work maybe, or just sitting on the hammock or, you know, those summer months I think are particularly hard for me because it's just so nice out and there's just so many other things competing for my time. Um, So I do think that that's, um, that's part of it. And I also, I have noticed that with all of my ridiculous number of hobbies the more I do something, the more I want to do it. Mm-hmm. So when yeah, I, take I get a, that. When I take a break, it is hard yep. for me to kind of get rolling again. It's like if I don't keep it going on kind of like a steady mm-hmm. level, um, then it can just kind of fall away without me really 
even noticing it. So mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's really how it works for me. Yeah. I think I have something similar to that um, because when I'm sewing, I'm often thinking about, ooh, what am I going to sew next? Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. sometimes sometimes I can actually make that happen. And then sometimes it's like, okay, well, I got this done and now I have to take care of this these six other things. And then by the time I get done with all of that, then it, the motivation has has died. Um, and of course for me, um, when I'm really stressed out about something, if I'm really anxious or, um, something's really going on, that's taking a lot of my mental time and energy. That's uh, like, I lose mental time and energy for sewing, um, often very specifically sewing because a lot of my other hobbies are, you know, like I can do them while I'm vegging in front of the TV, but sewing, you have to kind of be up and moving around more. And so um, I can sit there and cross stitch and zone out to some something. Um, But the sewing, it's like if there's not specific time set aside for it, I kind of get behind on it and then it disappears. Honestly, that's exactly why I just picked up another hobby which is so ridiculous (laughs) but I've been doing some more weaving yeah and I think it's I don't know I think it's part of it is I didn't really have anything that I could do while I was sitting on the couch reaching out but Mm -hmm. I want to keep my hands busy with something because uh, that's just how I am apparently so Mm -hmm. I feel like weaving has kind of become that for me and honestly like sewing is not like a quiet relaxing like sitting in one place kind of Uh hobby like yes it's It's not zen no I'm like (laughs) you have to pay attention you're moving around your sewing room moving from your sewing machine to your iron it's like a trance that you have to be it like yeah and it does it there's a certain amount of engagement in your brain you have to have Uh like sewing a seam you can kind of you can kind of veg out while you're sewing a seam, but then the seam's over and you have to think about, you know, pressing it or um, snipping it or whatever else you have to do in the next step. What's the next thing that goes together? And, you know, maybe that's why I like sewing because it it kind of, I have to think about it a little bit while I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So I can like turn off the parts of my brain that are mulling over things that I'm, you know, don't necessarily want to be thinking about it like trying to take a break from Mm -hmm. whereas weaving maybe cross stitch those other kinds of things your brain can just keep doing what it's doing and your hands are just staying busy I I don't know it's really different different kinds of hobbies that's why I have like 47 and that's and that's good I think everybody should have more than one hobby (laughs) You know, I was all for the weaving thing. So I'm glad I'm glad that you decided to go ahead and start doing it because it looks like you're really getting a lot out of it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Did you have to get special like materials for that? Or you can you use like things that you already had in your studio? I mean, it's it's yarn. So now I get to buy yarn yarn? yarn? Like, no, it's just regular yarn. You can use. I really like using wool yarn. Um I mean, there's there's a certain number of tools, but it is very easy entry, and oh. I really like it because too, it's like a, it's not, it's a break from a machine, yeah. a screen. Mm-hmm. It's like you're listening to the yarn, like <laughs> cross paths with 
the cotton warp thread. And it's just really, I don't know. I always feel like super domestic when I'm weaving <laughs> and like homesteady, like, you yeah. know, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, it's a nice, it's a nice, uh, pairing with my other hobbies, I think. So for now it's, um, it's like my favorite football activity. If there's like sports on TV, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I'm like now I I feel it. I'm like oh I should weave something. <laughs> it's really it's yeah. funny how that has happened. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there's nothing worse than actually like sitting and watching sports. <laughs> no, I can't do it anymore. I can't do. It. I cannot <laughs> sit still for something like that anymore. So yeah. agreed. Awesome. I feel it. Can you, I, you, you post all your, I love looking at all your like weave samples. Have you posted or can you do like a, an in-action weave? I'm just like, so I, I'm so curious. Sure. I want to see it's, it in action. I can do it. And I just have like a simple tapestry loom. There's oh. all kinds of different looms you can get if you, cause you can actually like weave yardage That's for so yourself, cool. which is you know, maybe next steps. I think we discussed this as a zombie apocalypse yeah. potential skill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, I will. I can. I can do that for you, Meg. Yeah, I'd like to see it too. Yeah. All right. Amanda's promised us a reel. Everybody. Yeah. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> Coming along. I'll do awesome. it. Awesome. So anyway, back to the sewing slump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Moving tangent. So how how does it make you feel when you're in that situation? It doesn't make me feel very good. Like I just in it in it I don't know. I just feel like I'm just gonna like li- like lose it. Like I'm I feel like my like sewing knowledge is like slowly going away. Oh <laughs> it's like weird. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make me feel that good. I don't know. I feel better when I'm like creating and stuff. But then you tell yourself that you'll feel better once you do it. It's just, you know, that whole like getting started too, but mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like even oh, so, I, the last thing I had to I made was we were going to an out of town wedding, and um, and then part of like being a sewer is the expectations of having yeah. to always show up in something mm-hmm. that you made because because you know that everyone's gonna ask you, and it's just like I don't know. It's just I. It's probably me. Too. I always have just like high standards for my like just. I don't know. Like as if someone would think less of me if I didn't make my dress that I wore, you know, but that's right. just, <laughs> but I, yeah, but it was just like, I even had like the sleeve, the sleeve to set in and it, we were leaving at 7am the next morning and it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, I would never do that. Like this, I just was like trying to just get through this stress. And I was just like, I just want to, I don't know. So, but it ended up being super duper, duper cute. And it made me feel a little bit better after but I still haven't made anything since and that was Mm. like two weeks ago (laughs) well I think I think a good part of that is that it sounds like you kind of forced yourself to do it when you weren't really feeling it I wasn't ready yet like I like I I kind of had I wasn't like naturally like all right you know what I'm feeling good I'm ready to get I was like I have to do this it was like you know writing an essay in school and you're just, yeah. just kind of it, and it, it didn't it was weird because it didn't feel the same sewing it as it usually does what I would feel sewing something else if I'm in the mood to sew um so that was interesting yeah mm-hmm. how about you Amanda yeah I mean I think 
I think you're right, Meg. I think it. I think part of it is too like. At some point, sewing has become part of my identity. Exactly. You know, and whether that's either like an external expectation Mm -hmm. or just an expectation I put on myself, I don't, I don't know. I, I, it does feel bad. I start to think about it more in terms of like money and like, oh my gosh, I have all this fabric sitting (laughs) down here (laughs) and like, it doesn't even need to go there. Like it. You know, I, I, I hate that it goes there for me, but it does for sure. And, um, but I, you know, and I think sometimes that happens other times I'm really able to just be like, this is normal. This is let's just let it be, let it happen, get invested in my other hobbies and just take a little break from sewing. Um, I'm, I'm pretty good at letting, letting it happen and not forcing it, um, and not feeling too guilty about fabric. Um, I do think that like having a business that's tied to it is really, really different um, Mm -hmm. because there are moments when I'm sewing when that might not necessarily be what I want to be doing at that moment. Um, But at the same time, I feel like having a business has really kind of given me a lot of creative fuel. And because Mm -hmm. I'm not sewing for like, a clothing need or a want that I have. There's like a bigger picture goal in mind. And I, I have these goals that I've set for myself. Like, I don't know, it's kind of helped me kind of keep the pace a little bit more than when I was just sewing for myself. And it was like project here, a project there. I don't really need any more clothes anymore. So, um, but it's, it really, it has changed my relationship with it. But, um, but yeah, I think for me in those early stages of like feeling slumpish about sewing, I'm my stash weighs very heavily mm-hmm. on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always I always do feel a little bit sort of guilty. Like, you know, this yeah. is something that I love to do. It's something I'm supposed to love to do. Why why am I not wanting to do it? Why am I not, you know, feeling inspired? Um and I think that I've gotten pretty good over the years of just accepting that yeah sometimes I just don't want to sew um and I'm okay with that if I'm in a sewing slump and I'm just like the, the very thought just makes me feel terrible then whatever that's fine it doesn't it it's just something that happens like you said um the problems that I have I always feel like super super guilty and sort of I don't want to say self-hatey, but sort of self-resentful when I'm mm-hmm. in that mood where I kind of want to sew, but I can't make myself do it. That yeah. That's that's the more annoying thing for me. And I, I do get very like, you know, you're sitting here scrolling through TikTok, but you could be sewing if you would just put down your phone. And then I scroll to the next TikTok and I'm mad at myself for that, but um, I can't. I can't quite seem to make myself do it. <laughs> so um, yeah. it's, yeah, that, that one is very, for me, it's very like, darn it, Kate, just do the thing. But yep. sometimes I yeah, just, I, just can't do it. But It kind of turns um, inward in that moment. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. That's sort one. of like, yeah, for sure. And uh Yeah. I said and, but I really don't have an and. <laughs> so, yeah. 
<laughs> I was gonna say I totally understand those TikTok. Like I get, I'm getting myself in like rapid. I would just sit down for just like a little, and it would be like an hour and a half later, and I'm just yep. flipping up and uh, and then I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, like oh, you just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, and the really sad thing is I got TikTok because a friend convinced me that I needed it for my business, and I've still only ever posted one video for my business because she said, well, first get used to the platform and figure out how it works, and then I went on this vacation, and now I'm like, okay, Kate, you need to start like actually doing something with this so you're not just sitting here watching people make soap and dice and stuff. You need to (laughs) actually you know, put something into it instead of just taking out of it. But um, that's a whole other thing. Sorry, that was a digression. So how do you deal with a sewing slump when the sewing slump is happening? How do you, uh, how do you kind of get through it? Hmm. I, I say, I don't know, a couple, <laughs> a couple of approaches. One, like whatever you do, start with something easy. Mm. Um, for me, you know, do something sewing adjacent, like mm. clean your sewing space so you yes. can be in there. Yeah. Or, um, or, you know, that might be a good moment. Maybe not, depending on who you are, but maybe take a class. So you, because oh, I feel like, yeah. you know, like if you can get inspired about a technique or another approach to sewing or, um, you know, anything like that. I feel like that can really, that can really give you Mm -hmm. inspiration or, you know, just ditch sewing for a bit and start a bazillion new hobbies is, Mm -hmm. you know, a fine alternative. Um, but I, I do find that just kind of being in my sewing space, I usually, um, there's something that will kind of spark my interest. If I, if I really, if I'm trying to push it, if I'm trying to get back into it and get inspired, uh-huh. um, those are the things that usually work for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think those are great suggestions. Um, for me, I'm often, like I said, I just accept it and deal with it and wait until yeah. the inspiration comes back. Um, I think if I can make myself, take a step then usually I can keep going Um, yeah it's it's always part of part of my issue is that the very first things that you have to do piecing patterns together um cutting out patterns and then I always surge my stuff that's that's always stuff that I'm it's not my favorite part of sewing I I like the construction part and a lot of the prep work I'm just like Yeah. So if I can make myself cut out the fabric, then the next day I don't have to do that. I could just actually do the sewing. Um, And that that helps kind of um, get me through some of that sort of thing. But um, I like your idea of taking a um, a class. That's really that's really a great idea because it you kind of have to commit to doing it and you have. Yeah. um, and you, you have somebody there to say like, Hey, you doing your work. And so you, um, there's a word for it and it's completely out of my brain. Sorry, everybody. I'm, I'm going to blame vacation brain. Uh, (laughs) I can't blame pregnancy brain. Accountability. That's a real thing. Yes. Accountability. (laughs) That's exactly it. You have accountability. Um, and, I also love the idea of cleaning out your sewing space because I'll tell yes, you, there's almost nothing as inspiring as looking at your space just 
completely clean and everything in its place and ready yep. for you to start a project. Um, it's it's so exciting. And the process of doing it, you know, as, as it gets cleaner, as it gets more organized, you start to get excited about doing something in the space once it's done. Um, so I... I love that idea. For me, for me, it's try to force myself to take one step or just accept it until something comes along that really sets me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what can I think of what's ha- helped and ha- like really helped in the past is definitely cleaning sewing studio and just like looking at your, something just taking time to just look at your fabrics. Like just bring yeah. them out and touch them and be like, what can I, and like making plant, like sometimes I print out some patterns and I put swatches and just, just saying today, I'm not going to sew anything, but I'm just going to spend a little time just looking at what I have. And that, that's, mm-hmm. that's worked for me in the past. Um, and even doing a little bit of sketching has helped me. Um, yeah, but, oh yeah. A, a clean sewing studio. It's just, there's nothing better. I reorganized my whole studio closet one day and I just felt like so much better. It was oh, so nice. And then you, I was rediscovering like all these, I didn't I had these random bins of fat and I would like, it was like I was re shopping in my own yes. studio. I was like, I forgot about this, especially moving to like, like there was stuff that I hadn't opened since like, I can't believe we moved like we got this house, we realized a year ago, end of October, we wow. bought our, like, are we closed on our house? It seemed like time goes so fast, but yeah, there was still some boxes that I hadn't opened in my closet. It was fun. Yeah. But, um, well, and I've so got that's my what I'm space. trying to do now. Yeah. yeah. I've got my space set up where I've got my shelves that have the stuff that I think I might use sometime soon. Oh, or yeah. Or stuff that I want to yeah. use sometime soon. And mm-hmm. then I've got my bins where I have my other stuff stashed and yeah it is sometimes you're like I think I've got you know a a thing that I need in one of those bins and you go in and you open it and you're like "Ooh, I forgot about this I forgot about this yeah I'm gonna pull this out right now and make something out of it um so yeah looking looking through the part of your stash you can't see really really useful Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and even like in in addition to like taking a class is like I've been starting to teach Julian more about, he's been expressing interest in learning more about the embroidery machine process. So have, mm-hmm. I've, um, I'm going to be having him in here and like showing him. And so it's like, not just me Ooh. doing it, but having be accountable to him. Like, he's like, I re- like this, I want to like embroider gifts for the hot, like, and he really wants to know how to learn the embroidery machine. So I'm being accountable to him by teaching someone else how to do it. So, um, that's something that I, well, I'll report back to see if that, I don't know. It might end. <laughs> it might end in tears. <laughs> oh tears. no. No, it might be fine. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. I should think about embroidering some gifts for Christmas. That's such a nice thing to do, but yeah, I never think about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. We have the holidays coming up. <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> Um, the day that this drops, actually, which is only two days from now because we are recording this super late, um, yeah. is the day that my Christmas soaps go on sale. If anybody's <gasps> oh, interested in my uh, Christmas my Christmas collection, or I'm sorry, it's my holiday collection because I don't want to make people feel like if you're not Christian, you can't enjoy it because uh-huh. I think you can. Um, 
but yes, I'm very excited about them. I made them before I went on my trip and now I'm looking at them again and I'm like, oh, I did a good job (laughs) because I kind of forgot about them. Oh man, I'm so glad to hear that because that's my plan A for teacher gifts this year, Kate. So awesome. Gotta hook me up with some soap. Uh, I I have some reserved for some various friends and family who have asked me to set some aside. So uh, just let me know and I'll be happy to do that for you too. Yay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I didn't mean to make that into a commercial. Um, oh, no. I was, I, I already had, I, ha- I currently went to your website. I was just like, what are the holidays? But you literally just said they don't launch for two days. Yes, they don't launch. Mm-hmm. But if you look at my Instagram feed. <laughs> Um, you, you can see, uh, I did, I did some little reels of, um, That's the, cutting yeah. each one. Yeah. So, uh, so you can get a kind of preview there. Uh-huh. Um, I but... just want to say your soap, like setup and background are so cute. Like this, the spearmint one, like this, the setting is so cute. Your photos are so cute. Thank <gasps> you. I'm going to give all my credit again to my niece who does my styling for me. I literally sent her my Christmas soaps to her in college so that she could take the pictures for me, which she did. And um, yeah, she she's amazing. She's, she's actually a really great stylist. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm really lucky to have her helping me out because I could not do nearly that good on my own. Mm-hmm. So yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This is probably a really random side tangent and thought, but like making like, it's, I really wanted to start making slime. Like I follow all these TikTok, like TikTok mm-hmm. about people like slime. And there's this one that I follow and every time when they drop new slime I, and they're all sold out before I can get. And so I was like, maybe I should try making slime. Like, cause again, it's like that hand, like keeping your yeah. hands busy, but it's like, I, if I don't feel like making so I just want to like, like, yeah, I'm very fidgety, so yeah, I yeah. just I want to make some slime. You should make <laughs> oh, some man. slime. Those videos are like <laughs> the yummiest. I know. I don't. I mean, it's so just like all of your senses engaged, yeah. and I don't really, I don't care that much about like boutique slime, but I cannot. When those videos come on, I cannot stop watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh geez. slime tangent long <laughs> tangent so does anybody else have anything that they want to say about the sewing slump we kind of covered my last question which was how do you help yourself get out of it and i think we had some pretty good ideas mm-hmm. um i guess i want to say um something that we said i think a bunch of times in our the first time we did a sewing slump episode mm-hmm. which was many years ago on sew and tell it's okay if you don't want yeah. to sew, it's okay to be in a sewing slump. It's okay to take time off. Um, you should not, I, I was talking about how I feel guilty. You shouldn't feel guilty. I shouldn't feel guilty. Nobody should feel guilty Yeah, because they don't want to do their hobby. Um, life gets in the way. Sometimes your brain is just not there and that's, that's okay. That's just part of life. And um, yeah. additionally, it's okay to buy clothes. Yes. Yeah. I have I struggle been with, yeah. looking around and just thinking, you know, I don't, still not inspired to sew jeans. I want some new jeans. Mm-hmm. I'm going to probably buy some and it's going to be okay. And, you know, that might be the thing that, like, 
gets me excited about sewing something to go with that new piece that I just right. bought. Like I just, I mean, I, I, I think that I came to that realization and realized that I was kind of giving myself a hard time for like wanting to buy some ready to wear clothes. And that is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, as far as I'm concerned and at least not something I should be giving myself a hard time about. Yeah. Uh-huh. On yeah, my the guilt's trip- hard. Yeah. To deal with like, yeah, not like knowing it's co- like knowing you're feeling it, but to trying to be like, don't like trying to tell yourself like that you yeah. don't need to feel that way. It's like, yeah, it's hard. Very hard to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, no, this is in no way, shape or form meant to invalidate anybody's feelings. If you've, it does feel bad when you don't yeah. want to do your hobby. Yeah. And, yeah. But, but you know, it happens to everybody and it's yeah. normal and Definitely. it's okay. Um, it's okay to not want to sew. It's okay to not want to sew for other people. It's okay to not want to sew um, gifts. It's okay mm-hmm. to um, wear store-bought clothes. Yeah. Um, you can still be a sewist and do all of those things I think yes absolutely um it's it's okay it's where it's a hobby you're supposed to enjoy it and if you're not enjoying it then um then put it away for a while or find something else that you do enjoy and wait until your brain says yes I want to do this again agreed Uh yes yeah, I just ordered two pairs of sweatpants that came in. I do. Great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. They were. I. I guess the only. I only can justify like I'm like. Oh well, they are on sale, and you know, because I just all I just needed new sweatpants. I just didn't feel like making them, but I need them. <laughs> and that's that's okay. Yeah, my sewing brain's like, well, if I really like them, I'll just like copycat the pat. I'm like, they're they're like a sewing staple investment, (laughs) right? Right. Well, you know, I like I never sew t-shirts. I just I have too many graphic tees that I buy. Uh Uh, On my trip, I wore three store bought items on my entire trip, and I feel kind of bad about my three store bought items sometimes. And then I'm like, you know what? It's okay. You are on an eight hour plane ride wearing something that you were very very extra comfortable in that was okay that was an Mm -hmm. okay choice yeah side note and maybe it needs to be an episode but I don't know how to shop for clothes anymore (laughs) I am so used to like just making them myself and I don't I don't know and plus I mean I think clothes in general are an investment and I am just I don't know I don't know it's just I feel out of practice because I've been making my own clothes for so long and I just I kind of freak out I'm like will I wear this as much as I think I'm going to is you know is this a good decision you know I just it's so funny because here I am committing hours to making a single top and then sweating over you know a decision to to purchase this top and just be done with it Um, or not and Mm -hmm. it's just I feel like I've lost that muscle now huh except for thrifting I'm still pretty good at like oh yeah thrift yeah I think the pressure is just off yeah you know if you're if you're paying full price for something Mm -hmm. like it can be really Uh paralyzing oh Mm -hmm. I found the best 
thrift find. It was a green L.L. Bean knitted like large sweater that's like a long tunic. It, it was like the best meant find. for you. It was yeah. meant for me and I love it. That sounds so cozy. <laughs> yes. Oh, and I never feel guilty buying like a knitted things because I'm like I can't. It's knit. so true. So I oh, and then again, it's like a sewist conversation. You might you have to like talk, you know, mm-hmm. justify it, justify it somehow. So yeah, it is weird, isn't that? That should be. We should do like an, an episode where we just kind of think about like the. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm I'm scared to dive that deep. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know <laughs> what goes on in my brain. Oh, well, yeah. we bring on we bring in a psychic, like <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. Oh my gosh! Oh, well, that was wow. lovely. I feel I feel good. Uh-huh. I feel warm and fuzzy. Yes. Um, y'all are amazing and awesome. <laughs> and <laughs> let's um let's take a quick break and then jump into so inspo because maybe maybe we're ready for that now. Uh-huh. All right, let's talk so inspo. Um, I feel like this is like a really meaningful so inspo conversation given the the conversation we just had. Um, but let's let's go around and talk about what is making us want to sew, even if it's just a little bit. Kate, why don't you kick us off? Well, I am still working on my Bridgerton dress because obviously I didn't really do any sewing for the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's moving along very slowly. Um, I am almost done cutting out the pieces for the bodice and... Man, if I can get those last couple pieces cut out, then I can actually start sewing, and that will be delightful. Um, in the meantime, though, because I'm working with silk, my silk pins, I've been using my silk pins, and I don't know what happened, but they're a complete disaster now because um, I, I just had them in the little box, and now they're just like a, a porcupine of pins. Mm. So I'm sitting here looking at this. It's like, I need a special pin cushion for my silk pins. I need to get some of my silk scraps and make a silk pin cushion for my silk oh. pins. This oh. is what I was thinking right before we got on this, on this nice. uh, call. So um, that that is my ridiculous little thing that I'm thinking about right now is just making a little silk pin cushion for my silk pins. I'm such That's a nerd. Cute. That. That's such a good idea. And then it can it like yeah. separates that, and you can like organize your pins that way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do have one pin cushion for um like round head not round headed um ballpoint pins for oh. knits and then another one for that I use for wovens. So it makes sense with my organizing system. Oh, I do, do not do that. I do not either and oh my god, I need some new pins. Someone remind me next time I go to the store okay. to get some new pins. New pins cuz yeah. this is terrible. I even my safety pins have even joined my magnetic pin party. I have to like yeah. work my way through my I'm like ow ow Terrible. try to get them I'm right I'll, there. I'll oh. tell you, I used I used to just have a big a big box of pins and that's what I would use because that's what we used to do in the theater. Um mm-hmm. and one day I decided to just try a pin cushion and if if they're weighted, that's that's the thing. They've got to be yeah. They've got to be shorter than they are tall, and they've got to be weighted on the bottom. Um, and once you do that, then they're so easy to use. 
and they were always hard when I was using the tomatoes because the tomatoes try to roll away from you. But um, mm. but yeah. once I learned to use a nice square pin cushion with I use uh, crushed walnut shells because they're good for like sharpening the oh. pins too. Um, and then I usually top it off with some uh, fiber fill and also some wool roving if I can because that has a little lanolin in it and and lubricates the pins i've got a whole pin cushion process that i do um i sound like a real nerd right now wow no i feel like we should talk about this as a whole episode <laughs> i don't think i know i'm like episode. wait what <laughs> like i'm, I I'm a, so much to learn about pins <laughs> i'm a magnet dish yeah person. i have something like yeah, i have that yeah and now it's gotten to the point where i just like throw them in the general direction oh, of the same. magnet dish and hope that the magnet is strong enough. That's yes. the benefit of a magnet really, dish. It's gotten so bad. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Funny. I prick my fingers less because I don't stick my fingers into the pins. I always grab them by the head. Yeah. So. Yeah, that probably help. But yeah, we can wow. talk pin cushions sometime. I love it. Tell you all my tricks. Yeah. I know. Like Meg, how about you? Sorry, I was just thinking as she still had like silk pins, knit pins. Well, I'm like, wow, I'm I know. still thinking about mind is blown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, my so inspo is I'm starting like in terms of like what I was saying hasn't in, in the past helped me get out of a sewing slump. It's like planning, so I'm planning like a maternity capsule. So I Yay. like my Nash pants are up first, like a stretchy pair of pants that don't look like so I can like wear them out, like they're in fun flare and a fun print. So I'm going to, you know, do that. And then I want to make, you know, like an em- empire waist dress, like maybe that calls a core one and, you know, big sweater and just kind of like maternity staples, um, mm-hmm. just kind of from, from what I have. So that's kind of my, my goal. I'll start, I'll probably have to do one for like, you know, mini bump and then one for like big bump yeah yep (laughs) but yeah I I did the April birthday and I feel like that one is particularly hard oh yes I yeah because you are kind of at your biggest needing winter clothes yeah and yeah that is it's hard Mm -hmm. you have to you kind of have to go through all the seasons and I feel like otherwise but you don't have to be pregnant in the summertime. Yeah. So there's definitely, there, yeah. There's also those. not fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Very <laughs> exciting. Well, I have been sewing a lot for my business and it, it is, it has made me think more about like when I stop and sew for myself mm-hmm. and it's, it's changed things a little bit. Um, and now when I sew something for myself, it feels like really luxurious and amazing <laughs> and but I also feel guilty about it because I'm, you know, not spending that time on business things. So it's it's definitely different. But um, I did happen to go to the uh, Denver ASG uh, fabric sale yesterday, the Sewing Guild fabric sale, and I picked up some knits. And oh. I think, you know, it's finally we've had a couple touches of cooler weather. And I always think go for knits when it's um, yeah. a little bit cooler. So I have some knits. I just need to decide what to make. Um, I also, I forgot how lovely knits are because they're just so quick. So mm-hmm. I'm going to pull out my Nico top um, 
and kind of my I do I have like a couple of like basic knits that I go to every fall winter so I'll pull those patterns back out and maybe start making some plans and sneak them in between work sewing but um I don't know I've thought about it a lot and I'm kind of okay with the change like I hate the idea of thinking that sewing for myself feels I don't know indulgent because I I just I don't really believe that but I don't know I kind of I feel okay about pulling back from sewing for myself again because I I still have as many clothes as I need I think (laughs) um so it is it's a change but I don't think it's all bad I'm just I'm kind of keeping track of it like oh that feels different now um because I think it's it's kind of an interesting shift for me so but I'm gonna sew some knits it's gonna be great yeah (laughs) that sounds awesome yeah. yeah, I definitely sew way more knits in the winter than I do in the summer, I find. Yeah, me too. Well, yay. Yay. All right. Well, lovely, lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. I do have a couple of small points that I need to bring up. One, my husband was listening to our last episode um, a few days ago, and he wants to tell me to tell you that he had to go out and get candy corn and eat it because of our candy corn discussion. <laughs> Which Yay. is not his first candy corn of the year. I just want to be clear. But he actually went and bought an entirely separate bag because he had to go to the store anyway. And he's like, I'm just going to get some candy corn and then I'm going to eat all the candy corn. I didn't even get a piece now that I think about it. So um, he wanted me to tell you that. Candy Corn Lovers Unite. Yes. And I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, Zoe from Check Your Thread, which is a podcast about sustainable sewing, uh, which I haven't listened Mm -hmm. to yet, but it's next on my list. Um, But apparently uh, our friend Joe in Italy got her listening to our podcast. So um, I just wanted to say hi and um, I hope you like it. Yay. So much amazingness. Yes, very much. So, yeah. Uh, That was a great episode. Yes. I knew it would be. I love it when we dive a little deeper. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not always in that zone, but... Perfect timing. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. This nice one got into got this one gets into some emotional stuff, and that can, yeah. yeah, some feels. Yeah, <laughs> definitely up in the feels. So, yes. All right. Awesome. Thank you for listening, everybody. Congratulations again mm-hmm. to Meg and oh, and Julian, you. of course. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> until next time, let's sew. Yeah. Let's sew. Here We Sew Again is produced by Amanda Carestio, Meg Healy, and me, Kate Zynard. Find us on Instagram at Here We Sew Again Pod or email us at Here We Sew Again Pod at gmail.com. Our show website is shows.acast.com slash here dash we dash sew dash again. Thanks for listening, and now it's sew time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.